0: Another man done gone,
1: the County from It's Jax. Hand. What up, Dollars? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream of Freddy Krueger, had a Ruger, ex Malcolm, off the picture. So now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to, poking up. They just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Huh? Is it your man? Oh was it a fan? Oh was it a stand? Huh? Beg to differ, in hindsight I bet you he said he was not a nigga Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo Smoking an Optimal, somebody got to drop the homie Biggie has got to go, and they couldn't stop it, no I wish that they could, yeah the world needs change But man, I wish that we would So what the long frown, a man hung from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn no.
0: Another man done
1: gone From the county From uh-huh. another man Cheer. done gone George you said that it's best to be what you want to be. Fucking do what you want to do. So I do what I want to do. Bet you did it to floss. Bitch, I did what I wanted. Bet you did it and lost. Bitch, I did it and won it. Shit, I'm never coming back. Listen, I just want to rap. Gee, I told you all of that. On about a dozen tracks. I don't give a fuck. I just, I just, I just want to rap. Spitting fire on this track. Like a fucking thundercat. Plus this mic is bleeding rojo. This shit is a no-no. Rolling in that low-low. Plus I'm from that one welcome
2: back to the insanity check podcast your host chris here uh and it's that time to uh deal with this week's of insanity, which is uh it's a lot of shit been going on uh joining me today. Is uh, a voice. If you're listening to the MTR network, then you've heard this voice before. Uh, she will be taking over me once I get too drunk off of Ambien and uh, start spouting racist uh, bullshit. Uh, I'm joined by Shanna. What's going on?
0: I'm like so ready to take
2: over. I know, you really are. I know it's gonna happen. Oh no, no, it's like, <laughs> like I made that joke like a couple weeks ago on the uh, on the check, and since then, if you guys knew how many times Shanna's been like. Ready to take over. Yep, I'm ready to take over. It's NPR Network. I'm, I'm ready to be here, uh, Editor-in-Chief. I'm ready to do it. I'm like, damn, I'm not dead yet. Shit. like, <laughs> Not
0: even that. It's because so much, like, you were talking about uh, selling out and being uh, a pastor for money, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, j- yeah. just ready. I'm just <laughs> here. and ready to take over the mantle. Like, just, Shuri, I'm, I'm just, just waiting.
2: I'm just saying. T'Challa. <laughs> I'm just saying that I, I've been looking at the, and we'll be talking about that today. I've been looking at the turn some black people have been doing, and I'm like, you know what? It is, it is lucrative, and I'm just saying, if you can't beat them, fuck you, you might as well pretend like you're joining them, so, uh, you know, it's just a matter of, like, you, you got to find that balance of where you want your, how you, how much of your soul you want to sell, like, you know, don't let anybody tell you, we all sell our soul for something, like, I I have plenty of times sold my soul for some Popeye chicken, so I don't want people to act like they're too good for shit, for selling their soul, we all do that shit, so... Everybody's got a line. Everybody's got a line. That's all I'm saying. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's been, I'm just gonna ask you, how have you been? Cause this, you know, I don't even want to talk about the, the world right now. How have you been?
0: Um, I've been good and also tired. Um, you, you've been all, you've been like all over the
2: fucking place.
0: I know. So this is, I've been traveling a lot. Um, it was my brother's graduation. I took the opportunity to also go to New Orleans for a week. Um, so my brother graduated from Morehouse, so I had to go to Atlanta. Um, I was, when I was looking for flights for Atlanta, they were like, there's a sale from New Orleans to Oakland. So I ended up being like, well, I'll just, you know, fly from Atlanta to New Orleans and fly back from New Orleans to Oakland. My friend, it turned out it was the same week that she got done with her job. So both of us were like, we're just going to take a week in New Orleans, take an actual vacation, a vacation that isn't linked to me, like covering a convention. Right,
2: that's not a vacation. That's not a vacation. <laughs> Want well, people to know that I that was covering, you know, no. Unless we go out there a couple days early. And even then it's still a little work creeps in, but that is not a vacation. I have found exactly. that out very, very quickly.
0: <laughs> so I was like, well, let me go and just like have a real vacation. Um, so that part has been great. Um, I got back. And of course, like while I was gone, like all sorts of shenanigans at my day job. So I'm still playing catch up at my job. Um, and I miss New Orleans. I really love that city. It is Friggin' beautiful. It's one of the few places, probably not since I visited Montreal. I came home and I have been like on Zelo nonstop. Like, so how much would it cost to buy a house? How much is rent? What's the average price? And I'm like, really, like, legit, like, ugh, I could totally move to New Orleans. It would yeah. be great.
2: I don't know. You strike me as a person who can't sell down one place. Anyway, you gotta be moving. Like it's just...
0: I know. I mean, I've lived here for like almost 12 years. Right. I just,
2: it's that time for you. Yeah. I like, to, go? Is, yeah,
0: is I like to have a home base mm-hmm. I, and I love Oakland. I love the Bay area. Um, nothing beats it in terms of, you know, just culture, good people. Um, and it feels, even though it's a huge city, it feels like a small town. Whenever I go out, just walking around, I always run into somebody like that kind of vibe. Um, But it's also expensive. It's really, really expensive. Yeah. When you go out in New Orleans and you have food, like good food, like restaurants that like are literally like world famous presidents have eaten here and your meal for two people is $30, including your tip.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You're like, what? what like how
2: <laughs> right
0: like in the bay like that 30 dollars is getting me nothing and i'm saying like your meal you had a cocktail and including tip and for two people
2: Damn. yeah i, I do have to say something though you you did you did say um restaurants that are uh, presidents of eden at and um unfortunately now that we have trump i believe that uh that bar has been lowered because we, When now... I
0: say presidents, I'm really referring to
2: Obama. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, am like, like, yo, this motherfucker eats uh, KFC with a fork and knife, so um, no. we, we're not really talking. To, mm, yeah, we're yeah. not.
0: We're not talking about. 45. Oh, I like my steak cooked like a shoe, right?
2: With with ketchup. Donald okay. Trump.
0: Oh, no, God. yeah, we're not doing that.
2: <laughs> Such a, it's an embarrassment on every. I forgot about that. I forgot about the well-done steak thing. I really mm-hmm. did. I really forgot about that. And there's so much with him. Oh God, I hate, I hate 45 so much.
0: Terrorism. Oh, it really it's actually it, it really is.
2: Um, it's so funny. You, you talk about you know you moving around, you you, you traveling, all this other stuff because you know you've been covering you know convention with us for whew, it been, this will be the fourth year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Fourth year, right? I don't think we talk enough about like what you're like at conventions. Like you know everybody kind of knows what Phenom and I are like, right? You guys don't understand. Shannon never stops. Like, she's <laughs> constantly doing something or going somewhere, and I'm just like, oh fuck it, okay, yeah. Like you know, it's so much funny when we run into other people who are covering covering things for a Slice, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, I have I have to cover this, I've covered this, my editor in chief wanted me to do this. I'm just like, I just let Shannon do whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't know where she's gonna go. Like, what? We'll like she's like, I'm gonna go walk around the floor. Next thing you know, she's come. Like you had um. On Facebook today, you had to talk about your dream, right, where you somehow end up getting the personal, what was it, phone number or emails of Jada?
0: So I had dreamt last night that I was at a, like, press thing, and Will Smith and Jada Pinkett were there, and we just got to talking, and they got, like, you know, just vibing and they were like oh like let's exchange like emails like let me give you my personal email so we can get in touch later and, da, da, da. and jaden was giving me his email and all this and um and you know we were hanging out at one point there was a pool involved but anyway like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah so that was so, my dream so i feel like people were, were like oh yeah that's a nice dream and i'm like was that really a dream or was that a premonition because that, that's literally what you will do because how you um you've gotten a couple you've gotten people's personal email addresses that way you have done this like I'm reading this thing going she's gonna do this like this is actually gonna happen <laughs> this is literally what Shannon will do she'll go off yeah I'm gonna go walk the floor next thing you know she comes back with gifts and she has oh yeah I met such and such yeah we talked it up for like a long time I'm like how the fuck did you do that oh yeah I got his number we're gonna be fine so we go okay we're gonna hit him up and we're gonna do we're gonna do interviews with him I'm like how did how did this happen. Yeah, so I just let you know what the fuck you want. It's just like, oh yeah, you want to cover this? Eh, go and do it. Figure it out. Yeah, Because uh, you never stop. But the
0: problem is that I, I do too much. The problem is then I have like all of the emails. I won't even talk about the amount of emails and cards and things that I got at Emerald City Comic-Con <laughs> and I have not contacted these people <laughs> because I'm too busy to do it all.
2: Yeah, it's... We're, we're 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 gonna work on that. We actually have a call after this. <laughs> we're gonna talk about some of the stuff we're doing because um, yeah, no, it is a lot. But no, no, no. I, I was like, yeah, Shanna. Uh, like I've read, I've read you said that, and I was like, no, that will literally happen. Like she'll run into like she'll run into, like, like Ava somewhere, and she's just, oh yeah, we talked. Now we're best buds. Now we now we go together. I'm like, what the fuck? How did this happen? How did? <laughs> yeah, no, this is why Phenom and I love having Shanna around because we're just like, no, just let her go and we just let her go and go do something. She'll she'll come back she'll come back with like gifts and and people and things like that
0: and um i'm pretty sure i like didn't tell anybody this i just did it um but i also applied for press for rose city comic-con in portland in september and i already invited myself to stay at jackson's house that i don't think he has yet
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's, yeah it's, look, 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 folks. If you deal with Shannon, you just have to. You have to. Live. This is, this, this is, this is a total package. This is, this is all in one. You get benefits of it. You have to. You do. It, there is a cost, there is a cost. But um, no.
0: I'm a total bully. I was just like I just messaged him. I was like, so I already bought plane tickets to come to Rose City Comic Con. So you know I'm gonna crash with you. I don't know where your apartment is yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, typical. That's, that's that's normally how it works. Normally how it works. So. All right, let's uh, let's let's get into some of the things. So it's been... I swear, did I have a show last... I think I had a show last week. I'm pretty sure I had a show last week. So, so much, much stuff has happened. <laughs> oh, my fucking... Like, I actually think... Because I don't have a guest for next week. I was thinking about taking a break. And I was like, but then if I take a break, I don't know what the fuck... And I have Leslie on after that. I'm like, that show's going to be like four fucking hours. Because it's like... So much shit is gonna happen if I don't have a show every week. Like it's it's it is absurd. So I mean, let's start with the obvious one. Uh, the the one that got most of the news this week. Uh, Roseanne got canceled. Um, which I have so many mixed emotions that go with this. Like none of them are. Oh, I should feel bad for for Roseanne. Um, the show never should have happened, and I'm. It's been one of the things that I think as black people, we has been, and not just black people, but anybody who has been a target of this administration, Um, when when, when ABC said they were rebooting Roseanne with Roseanne Barr, all of were like, you do know she's a racist, right? Like, it, it, this wasn't like, this would be like if ABC gave Alex Jones a, a fucking show.
0: So when they announced it and all of this stuff, I was just kinda like, why do so since the cancellation, it's like, you know, folks are like, well, the story is really more about the daughter and it's not about Roseanne anymore. And like, you know, everyone shouldn't be penalized for for what she said and da-da-da. And I'm just kinda like, but if you wanted to make that show you could have made that show they made that show with fuller house i i admit to being a total fuller house stan i love that show they decided to take everything that was great about full house and center the show on dj hmm. like now she's the mom she has three sons her um she's widowed and it focuses on her. And then occasionally you have Danny comes in. Occasionally Uncle Jesse comes to visit. Uncle Joey comes to watch the kids. If you wanted to make that show, they could have made that show where Roseanne just comes in. And she, you know, every once in a while, like, says something hearty har har And then she goes back out of town. They chose to reboot this show as Roseanne. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't choose for it to be Becky or I can't remember the other. Darlene. It's Roseanne. So that means you have to deal with everything that comes along with Roseanne.
2: I can't remember what the um. I can't. I don't. I don't. I, again. So here's the thing. Uh, full confession here. I never watched Roseanne. I was never into Roseanne. I think I said that the first time they they were bringing it up. So I've never been into Roseanne. So <clears throat> I'm not sure who uh the actress was who was talking about how they it, it, some some little oh it's just a really sad thing. We were we were just trying to make a show that was separated from you know the you know, we're really sad that our co-work uh, the, the the thoughts of our co-workers offset uh was canceling the show and I'm like the show is called Roseanne she's not your co-star she's the lead the show is about her so it's like so the first thing they mess up with is like you said They centered Roseanne. You centered the racist person. Then again, having not watched the show, but seeing enough clips and hearing people who who did things like, "Hey, look, I don't fault reviewers. If you're a TV show reviewer and you that is your job, you have to sometimes watch things that other people do. You watch it so other people don't have to. Mm You know that that's that's the job. Some of those people did that and were like, "Oh yeah, were things like when they had the episode where." They kind of threw shade at like, um, fresh off the boat and, 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 um, blackish. And I'm like, Hmm. Then they had the episode where apparently Roseanne thought that her neighbors were terrorists. And, and they're doing all this stuff to kind of show the other side and, you know, we're showing that she's wrong. And I'm like, no, but you don't understand because you end the show and she's not kicked out of the family. You're still making it seem like it's okay. You have completely, like, I, I think that, and, and this will be something that I'll, I'll, we'll get into as we discuss this more, I, I really feel like white people don't understand how much they normalize hate. Uh-huh. And that's what they were doing with Roseanne. It's like, oh, we want to show the other side. It's like, no, we see the other side. Like, as, as a black person, I've seen the other side. I've been on the other side of that, the other side of the Roseanne stuff. This is some of the stuff I found on um, Vox did an article where they basically went through uh, some of um. Roseanne's racism beyond just what she said about um, Valerie Jarrett. So this one's from all the way back in uh, 2013. Too bad Trayvon was unarmed or George GZ, George Zimmerman, would be the dead one. Arm all teenagers. Uh,
0: Go ahead. So here's the thing also that gets me about Roseanne is that, so that was 2013. Obama won the election in 2008, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, He started running in like 2006, 2007. I I don't want to say all because clearly this was already in her because I don't feel like somebody becomes racist overnight. But all of this stems from the fact that when Barack Obama started his race against Hillary Clinton in the primaries, she wrote this whole long op-ed about why Barack Obama as a black man should step aside and it was the woman's time to lead and how he should step aside and let Hillary Clinton have this historic moment and be our first woman president. And she got dragged, she got dragged to high heaven for it. And ever since then, she became like a Republican, conservative, anti-liberal person all because she got dragged Well, for telling the black man to wait.
2: Well, yeah. I, first of all, I'm glad you remember that, because I, I, people, I think, tend to forget that that's kind of what I did. But if you think about it, that's not too far off from Trump. Yeah, exactly. There's a... So there... there <clears throat> what I think... Uh, and I think this is where... I think this is where some of the mainstream um, media has, mostly because they're mostly white people, I think they've dropped the ball on this and they haven't picked up on this because a lot of people go, well, I don't understand. The the, the white people that voted for, for, for Obama then voted for Trump. Oh, it's because Hillary was so bad and it was because they wanted to change and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, what you got to understand is white people were down for a black guy when they thought that when, when, they, when, when, when they had this certain perception of what the black guy would be. <clears throat> and so it's that. So you had some of the white people that didn't like Obama not being gangster enough, as Bill Maher would put it. And so that's what got them mad. But then you had the people like, you say, Roseanne, and here's the other thing about Trump, Hillary Clinton supporter, Trump, who also then became birthers and all this, started believing the most horrible things about um, about Barack Obama. It's like they turned. It's 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 all connected and it also makes you look at them and look at this whole thing going as black people, we have to walk on eggshells because the slightest the the first moment white people feel sighted by us, they immediately change uh, another example of this. I always bring this up. Um, Pierce Morgan, uh-huh. Pierce Morgan literally went from being the guy you think is again. I know I always thought he was a little, like an asshole, but like, he went from a guy who seemed to be left leaning to the minute Janet Mock kind of got snippy with him after the show because he he misgendered her during that interview. He immediately he immediately went off the off the chart. He immediately became a bad guy. Like the minute these people don't get their way, they the racism all of a sudden pops out. It's just. Like you said, it's always been there, but it's it's so amazing to me how 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 thin the ice is for them. The slightest, it, it, it reminds me of like um, you know the guys who was like, "Hey girl, what's going on? I just want to talk to you. I'm a nice guy," and then she says, "I don't want your number." All of a sudden, it's "fuck you, bitch! I'm gonna kill you." It's just that turn is so quick, and you're just like what the fuck's wrong with you
0: it's it's every white person who you have ever you know who call themselves an ally but you've ever questioned their methods mm-hmm. and they turn into like i've always helped you people
2: mm-hmm. yeah um let's see some more some more some more comments here this is from uh, february 10th 2015 I hope all Jews leave UC Davis and it then gets nuked. August 20, uh, 26, 2016. Jew hater Hillary Clinton's handler Huma Wiener is a filthy Nazi whore. Also on August 26, 2016. Hillary Clinton is surrounded by Jew haters who made fun of the Holocaust and Jewish suffering. Yet her, uh, her, her also Trump supporters called Trump a bigot. Is, if-
0: is she
2: Jewish? She, actually, yeah. No, here's the thing. I believe Roseanne Barr is Jewish. So I love that part too because people will sit there and go, Oh, she's not she's not a bigger, she's Jewish. I'm like, uh Uh <laughs> she can't
0: be biggest now.
2: Is she's not even thing? Yeah, yeah. So it, the other thing too is um because she was calling Valerie Jarrett a monkey. She was doing that. Um that's not the first time of her calling a black woman a monkey. Uh twenty uh December twenty second. 2013, three days before Christmas, Susan Rice is a man with big swing, big swinging eight balls. I, I, and, these, and this is this is some of them. Like there's there's way more. Like she is one of those. She is, she's gone. She's full conspiracy theory, right? So it's to me. I, I was seeing a lot of people's. You know, applaud uh, who is the the president of ABC right now. It's uh, Channing Dungey. I think that's her name. The black woman in charge for stepping up and saying we're canceling Roseanne. And I'll give it to, I'll give ABC this before I I then roast ABC and everybody involved. Canceling a popular, because people are trying to say the ratings were down, blah, blah. Ratings might have gone down. Ratings always go down from your initial shows. The ratings on that show were so strong. It's one of the stronger shows ABC had. Um, cancelling oh. it was, that's definitely huge. I've never seen a popular show. Can't, I mean, think about it. Um, I don't even know what the, uh, ratings are on that, uh, what was it? Um, uh, uh, Lethal Weapon, where they replaced, they they literally replaced the lead, because it was a terror on set. So, I don't even know what the ratings on that show were. They didn't cancel that show. They just, re- they replaced the lead.
3: <laughs> you know? But,
0: what, were they that good? Because, yeah, from what I understand, and like looking it up right now, they it started off very high because people mm. were checking it out, but the ratings were falling.
2: I don't think they settled. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I the ratings settled. Cause how many episodes did they have this first season? Was it only ten? I think so. Yeah, I don't think the ratings ever settled for it. So I do believe that the ratings would not have been like where they were at, but it was still a strong show, you know, and and. I don't think ABC does really strongly in their ratings anyway. Mm-hmm. So I still think. So I, I, I'm again. I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be nice to Rose. Everybody. Um, I think that is commendable that they would at least take the stand. Because let's be honest here. Even with all this shit, I've never seen it before.
0: No. Oh, th- this was the Swift. Like I can do a timeline. So I was still in New Orleans we tended to wake up late (laughs) so like i I think i like woke up like around eight or nine scrolling through facebook it was like roseanne makes racially charged because at that point they weren't calling them racist Mm -hmm. roseanne makes racially charged comments about former aide. okay cool that's you know that happened not surprised uh get dressed Get ready to go um, out for breakfast slash lunch. Uh, Wanda Sykes has quit the show. Oh, okay. That's a development. All right. Call a lift. Get in the lift. On the way to lunch, show has been canceled. I have never seen something so swift.
2: I knew the show might be canceled when she came out and apologized. I was like, oh, they had a conversation.
0: Everyone called her. Yes. I was like,
2: and it wasn't one of those conversations like, "of Hey, listen, can you please, it was one of those conversations of we're really seriously considering canceling your fucking show because you can't keep your fucking mouth shut. Cause here's the thing. Here's the thing that here's the thing about, um, racist white people. They don't apologize until the consequences smack them in the face. And tell them they're taking they're talking cash shit. Like it's it's oh I'm never gonna apologize. What's gonna happen to me? Then all of a sudden they get fired, and then all of a sudden it's whoa whoa, whoa I'm sorry. It was just jokes. I'm s I am i did I'm sorry, you know, I wanna take it all back and blah blah blah. That's what happened with Roseanne. So I was like, oh, they might actually do something. And then that's when it came out This show was cancelled. I was like, Oh shit, they did do it. Like you said, swift thing maybe swiftest thing I've ever seen in my life. Never seen anything that's that swift, you know? Um the flip side of that is the show never should have been, should have been greenlit. Mm-hmm. Just, it, we never should have gotten to this point. I, I'm i I'm tired of... Cause it's so funny. We, we, I think we were talking... I, I can't remember if I brought up Van Jones last week, but I wonder if people remember that Van Jones got into the White House, was, was working for Obama. He was there... I don't even think he got six months before he was kicked out. Like... Obama had to apologize for saying the Cambridge police acted stupidly for arresting his friend who was trying to get into his own house. White people, on the other hand, like Roseanne, can have a decade long history of being racist and they get rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. And. It's just like i'm and and so I'm seeing all these things about and we'll get into these people who are trying to be empathetic toward uh, towards Roseanne, which I'm still just ugh. but i i don't i I'm seeing articles about oh well, you know, you know Roseanne had to go, but I do feel sorry for the cast and crew members and blah 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 around, and I'm like, I don't I, I, don't. I
0: will say the crew probably. I mean, you know, you know,
2: grip okay, number okay. four. Okay, okay, you're right. You're right. The crew not have yeah. a job. You're yeah, right. right. <laughs> the light and sound guy. They. They. I mean, it's just. A, it's just. A, it's just a union job. It's just that they just. They. They don't give a fuck who shows up. They're there. I feel for them. That's fine. The cast, though. Here's the thing. If Roseanne is this bold on Twitter, the fuck you think she's saying in private?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I refuse to believe that you didn't know. It's like when people go, oh, well, you know, this is not the Donald Trump I know, and then and they also reveal, but like, he did say some stuff like this before, but we just laughed it off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because you guys always laugh off shit like this?
0: Well, <clears throat> I mean, you can't even say it's not I didn't know. She's on a public platform. <laughs> like, you, she wasn't saying this in the privacy of her home. She's on a public platform. Like, these tweets are there for anybody to read and look up. Matter of fact, let me see. And that. I'm sure if you're her, quote unquote, colleague and or friend, you follow her.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You know what she's saying. I'm
2: going to see if I can find it. Do I, do I have it? Um, I want to see if I can find the video of the upfronts where they made the joke. They made the joke about upfronts about her Twitter feed. Like they, they made her front and center. Of the upfronts, and I'm like, Yo, you don't get you don't then get to be upset when you knew up front that her Twitter was gonna be a fucking problem. Uh-huh. You you knew it, you made a joke about it. It was all fun and games a week ago, literally, <laughs> it was all good a week ago. And then all of a sudden, Ambien hit, and you uh, know, we gotta blame the Ambien, because oh.
0: Oh, Ambien was like don't put that evil on me Rick,
2: yo, yo. when when you had the maker <laughs> of the drug going hey hey, listen listen our drugs don't make you racist but I think that also shows you how dangerous conspiracy theories are because I think that's been an Ambien makes people racist thing has been floating around for a while and, <laughs> and I'm just like how 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 does how does taking an ambient all of a sudden make you uh, ambient helps you with insomnia, right? That's a sleep <laughs> drug. It's a sleep drug. It's helping help, help you fall asleep. Somehow what do you, you fall asleep? Oh, niggers. Oh man. She's oh, getting tired there. It's just, you know, I thought it said niggers there, but uh this is ambient. Like what the I I I I wanna know how that works. How does Taking Ambien to help you battle insomnia, make you go onto Twitter and compare Valerie Jarrett to an ape.
0: Where, I, I thought you were literally just supposed to go to sleep. Like you take I, it before you go to bed.
2: I had no idea. <laughs> I, 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 same here. I thought that's what it was. I was like, she was like the Ambien. I was like, wait, the sleep drug? The sleep drug. The, the drug is supposed to help you go to sleep. Like, if you, a, a, Here's the thing. I don't even believe she's on Ambien. Because if was on Ambien, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be up to tweet. Mm Yo, matter of fact, give Ambien to the fucking president. Maybe make him go to sleep. He needs some sleep, you know. Give me a fucking Snickers. Like, what the fuck is this? I I just, I'm, I'm, like when she said, oh, you know, I'm taking drugs, and then, so then after that, then came, the oh, she has, a mental disorder, mental issues, and she's battling. She's battling mental issues. And so I wasn't going to bring this up, but I, I spent, thankfully they've been quiet today, but I I spent like 24 hours battling Zack Snyder stands on, on Twitter. And, um, that was hilarious. It, it's the most, I, I, I did not believe that. I, I could not believe that Zack Snyder actually has as many, many, many stands in the world. And, um, uh, there was an article that came out to try to say that he was trying to say that the lightning on, on the flash, was bl- was not blue, but 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 yellow, and I was like, what "The fuck That doesn't make any sense." Then they came out and said, "Oh, he misunderstood the question. He was talking about the, the 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 lightning bolt on the chest," and I'm like, "Okay, that doesn't make any sense either." I was like, "That doesn't make any sense because like, how do you mistake that?" And then all of a sudden, his fans were like, "He has you're making fun of his disorder, mental disorder." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "He has dyslexia. I mean, not disorder, like disability. He has dyslexia." And I'm like, "Okay,
0: that's but- not that's not how." Dyslexia
2: work? Mm. and I'm like, okay. First of all, first of all, he didn't say that. Like, if he had come out and said that, oh yeah, my dyslexia is why I'm fine. But he, I full disclosure, Zach Snyder does have dyslexia. He has talked about it openly. It's there. Um, but you cannot use that as an excuse for misunderstanding the question. Well, one of the side effects is one of the, the issues of dyslexia is misunderstanding. I'm like, you guys are not doctors. You guys got to stop that. So they spent like, so half of the people that were coming at me were trying to say that I was making fun of Zack Snyder's disability. And I'm like, you guys are the only ones that are part of the fact that he has dyslexia. That has nothing to do with what I was talking about. But it showed me how quickly people jump to somebody's disability or somebody's mental illness as being an excuse for them. Same has happened with um, Kanye, right? Oh, now I think they're trying to say Kanye has bipolar disorder and he's bipolar, and that's why he comes out here and does all this crazy stuff, and it's not really his fault. It's Nothing drives me more, like, that was the only time when I was dealing with these stands that I actually got upset. It was the first, it was the only time I broke character and was like, before then I was just trolling them. But I told him, dude, I was like, you don't know that it's his dyslexia. You're just some guy on the internet. You don't know that. It's like, well, what I'm like, okay, so if, If it could be the cause of it, okay, but what if it's not? Do you know 100% that that's the cause of it? He's like, no. So then, how are you blaming that for his misunderstanding? Well, I can't really, but I'm trying. Then shut the fuck up. Stop stop making these internet diagnoses of people and and trying to blame their disorder, their mental illness, or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm so tired of people jumping to that as an excuse for people just being bad
0: hmm Like also you can make a mistake. I right. mean, I think it's a bullshit. I thought they were talking about this instead of this. But you can people can make mistakes and that's okay.
2: Right. It doesn't mean that you did it because, well, when I was little I broke my leg and now I get the you know, now I get a sharp pain in my leg every time and it makes me uh say stupid things. Like, no, that's not how that's not how it works. That's not responsibility. So, um, let's see. Uh, so Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel said this. He says, uh, "Oh God, yeah, was so." Okay. What the real Roseanne? He's on Twitter. Said in, is indefensible, but angrily attacking a woman who obviously is not well does no good for anyone. Please take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The Roseanne I know could probably use some compassion and help right now. Jimmy Kimmel, go fuck. Yourself.
0: See, here's the thing. So I was talking about this. Somebody else posted this and I was talking about this. In a way, I do think that racism needs to be looked at in terms of what is the, what is the, the mental thing behind it? Right? Because at the end of the day, it is like an intense, vehement hatred, like to the point of you, like that other article came out this week about how racists are denying climate change, like, and it's, it's all based on racism, mm. like basically they don't want to believe anything that the president said, cause he's black and like and and to the point of denying like the actual facts in front of them. So in some way I do feel like we need to not categorize racism as a mental illness, but we do need to look at what is the mentality behind that.
2: Oh, 100%.
0: 100%. Like it it cuz it, it it logically and you know the whole definition of being crazy is like doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Like to me it's just like if you are so deep in it that you are willing to ignore actual facts like then I want to understand how your brain works but at the same time there are so many people just walking around with all sorts of it's like the same thing when people are like uh, school shooters have mental illnesses or that they've been bullied and they're depressed and you're like there are literal gay children being terrorized in school right now who are not shooting their schools up.
2: I, I that that's my response to everybody who tries to blame mental illness or being bullied or any of this stuff. I'm like if that was the case, uh every school shooter would be in the, from the LGBTQ community or a black woman. I I'm just I'm just saying every school shooter because it's like if if there's any groups of people <laughs> that have any reason to want to just say fuck everybody but they don't, and it's it's just a cop-out. It, it, it's so funny you mention, you know, us really needing to dig deep into racism and things like that. I, I believe... I, I believe it's not just... Because ra- I, I think I know. And I, agree, I am not a doctor.
0: Like, and <laughs> you
2: know, I gotta say that, you know, you never know. You know people, you know, try to... take. I people. watch a
0: lot of Grey's Anatomy, though. so hey, I feel like.
2: look, I'm not a doctor, but I watch a lot of fucking ID channels, so I think I really understand people when it comes to, like, crime and things like that. I'm just saying... I'm watching a lot of Law and Order. Just real quick, um, Detective Stabler is terrible. Holy <laughs> shit. I keep I keep trying to tell... I've been telling people this for the last few years. Stabler has always been a terrible cop. Like, I'm watching the episode. I'm, we're totally off topic right now, but I was watching the episode today, and it was um the one where they kind of had the dude that looked like, tried to make it seem like uh, he was uh, a star football player. It kind of made it seem like he was Tom Brady. He was a star football player where he turned out to be gay. And... um uh uh stabler got was like, oh man, he's gay, but it's like, you know, he's my kid's favorite football player. And 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 and, and everybody was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, but it's just like he has his poster on the wall. I'm like, so so what's the problem, Stabler? Like, what's so you're so it doesn't change the fact that he's a good football player. Like, he is undeniably terrible. Like, he is the poster boy for not all cops are bad while also beating up suspects and just being horrendous and yeah, sorry. Anyway, but, um, I, I really feel like when it comes to racism and it's not just racism, it's, it's, it's racism, it's sexism, it's homophobia, transphobia, like any of the the isms and phobias and things like that. I think it comes down to, um, it's, you know, humans have a, have, we, we're all kind of need to go to therapy. Because I think that humans in general haven't been able to deal with the raw emotions of things of like not uh, of of loss of you know not being the best of something, uh, not getting jealous when somebody else gets something that they think they deserve. Like I think all of those things roll up into the perfect ball that allows somebody to pick up you know racism or they pick up sexism or they pick up homophobia or transphobia things like that because we have this innate need to be better than other people and nobody wants to be the bot. Nobody wants to be the bottom of the totem pole. So when it comes to white people and racism and you'll hear this and we're going to play some of this later on. I have some, some clips that really kind of taken this out. White people feel like they're the victims. And so it's like, yeah, so
0: really
2: weird. Right. So, so it's, it's this, so it's two things. it's, It's two kinds of victims. It's one, there's the because people always make make it seem like it's the poor white people that are like the rednecks in the Red South who are the race and I'm like, no, it's 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 a lot of white people. The poor white people look at it like black black and brown people, in in and if they're if, if it's a white male, women are getting their jobs. So if they're if they lost a job or they're not getting the pay, they think instead of looking at you know the business or their boss or their life situation saying, okay, what am I doing? or What am I not doing? Or what is somebody else above me doing to me to keep me down? They're looking at the people next to them going, oh, it's you. It's, it's, it's the black person. It's the, 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 the woman who now got a, got a, got a, got a, got a raise over me or got a promotion over me. That should have been me. Obviously they're the ones holding me back. And so they, they direct it to the wrong people. Same thing happened with with sexism. Like men do this all the time. It's like, you know, you you saw the reaction that that Ava says she got when she's having all women direct Queen Sugar. It's like ridiculous. Like that's uh, that's why I should sue. It's like why you don't want to direct Queen Sugar? Exactly. But you don't even want that job. You don't even want that job. But you think, but you think that because it's there, she's doing that, even though that is historically when what men have done to women in the first place is keep them out of positions to, to direct and get these opportunities. And now that the the playing field is getting leveled, it does mean that when the playing field is level, it does mean that whoever had the advantage before has less advantage. So they are right in the technical sense that they are getting less, but they don't realize that, or they don't care that it's normal, That's normalizing the playing field. You know, if, if, if if I'm always getting, if, if I go into to, to Popeye's, I'm saying this, I'm, I'm going to get Popeye's after this. So excuse me, guys. Somebody, 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 so, um, if I go to Popeye's, right, and I order a three piece, but they always give me a five piece. And then one day I come in and they're like, oh yeah, we've been making a mistake. We've always given you a five piece. We were always charging you for a three piece. We've been giving you five pieces cause, because we had extra. But now we decide we're going to give those extra two pieces. So them aside. we're going to give them to homeless people. What what racism is, and what with sexism and all this other stuff is coming in and being mad at, um, being mad at at a uh, 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 Popeyes for taking away your chicken, not acknowledging the fact that you were always getting extra, extra that you shouldn't have been getting, and now being mad, and that's what this is. It's it's, it's like you said. I, I think it needs to be studied because I think that while it's not a mental illness. Is something that needs to be addressed, and people need to—you you need to treat people like kids. Like we really need to te- te- teach adults to be kids again, and be like, "No, you need to play nice. Share your toys with your sister, Johnny. You can't, you can't hog other toys for yourself." but I don't want to, Mom. I don't care if you want to or not. You gotta fucking do it.
0: So that reminds me of my friend's kid. So, um. He is the middle child. He is a terror. I love him to death. He's my favorite person. He, (laughs) on his birthday, he got his toys or whatever. It was his day. He was horrible to his brother. Like, his brother would touch something. He'd be like, no, you can't have that. It's my birthday. It's mine. Like, (laughs) like, you can't have any fun because Mm -hmm. it's my birthday. His brother's birthday was, like, a month ago. You should have seen his face because at one point he picked up one of the presents and was like, "Hey, mom, can you help me open this?" And I turned to him and I said, "It's not your birthday. Mm-hmm. You can't play with that." <laughs> the look on his face—I've never seen him so mad at me.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: he was so hurt. Like, how dare you betray me? <laughs> you,
2: you gotta get them when they're young. You gotta get them when they're young. I'm just—I uh, mean, but it, it's—it's—it's it's, seriously that's exactly what adults are doing. You got a bunch of people that that, that, that want to blame everybody else, you know, and some of them are, are, it's like their own fault, right? Like Roseanne got fired for herself. Like she was given all of the leeway. Like it was literally like, okay, Roseanne, you have said all this crazy, fucked up racist shit. We're going to give you a show anyway. We're going to revive your whole career because let's be honest here before then, Roseanne outside of, outside of the show, Roseanne, Roseanne's a nobody. Mm-hmm. Let's be let's be fucking frank here. Nobody's nobody's checking out the Roseanne fucking stand up comedy show. Nobody's checking out anything with Roseanne before they brought back you know the Roseanne show, right? So they bring back you know Roseanne's show, and they, they, the only thing they ask is, don't be too racist. Okay. Not not don't be racist on Twitter. Don't be over the top racist on Twitter.
0: Don't be the racist we can't explain away.
2: (laughs) She couldn't even do that. But I said this on Twitter. I was like, you know what though? This is the quintessential Trump vote. The person who goes out there, you know, and is told, listen, you're getting everything you want to be. Just don't just don't fuck it up. Don't go too far. You know? Or or the idea that you know, Roseanne uh, um, going out here and is getting everything in the world, and is told just like, just don't be racist. That's all you gotta be. Don't be racist, or you're gonna hurt your own money. And she couldn't even do that. And that's literally what Trump voters are It's like. You guys, you you guys we were told you guys just don't be that racist. You went out and was like, fuck that. We're gonna vote for Trump anyway because fuck you. And now you're seeing all these stories about how you know all oh, this Pennsylvania town went. Ninety percent for Trump, and now they're having all their factories shut down because you know Trump's tariff war and things like that. And I'm like, we told you guys.
0: That like, is literally my like my favorite song. Oh yeah, it's every like, every single article that's like, look at the shot and fraud of this Trump voter. I'm like, oh, I love this. This is my favorite thing. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, Herrocks and Gay responded to uh, Jimmy Cameron Was like, what she said is indefensible, but you're going to defend her anyway? Mm. I'm I,
0: Roxanne Gay has been coming with the heat and the fire recently. I mean, I know she always kind of, but I just feel like she just gets on the mic and just drops it. It's it's great. Like mm-hmm. I loved her response to like the fan con thing. Mm-hmm. Like 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 she's basically like when they released that uh, statement, she was just kind of like, "Wow, wow, okay, this is what you came back with." Okay, <laughs> like, I love her so much. She's great.
2: So here here's Michael Moore on, on, on Facebook. Another uh this is this is so fucking weird how they do this. Uh, I have known Roseanne Barr for over twenty five years. I've known her as Roseanne Barr, Roseanne Arnold, just Roseanne, and then back to Roseanne Barr. I spent time in her home, crisscrossed the country with her, to help to help remove George W. Bush from the White House, Paired on her shows, been there with her for her when she needed something, connected with her with one of my producers who did an insightful one-of-a-kind of documentary into the genius and tragedy that is with Roseanne Barr. All right, I'm going to stop right there. I like how you said all this shit. You've known her for 25 years. What have you been doing for the last, hmm, let's say, 10 when she's been racist?
0: Yeah, uh, I was going to say, like, of course she crisscrossed the country trying to get rid of uh, Bush. That was when Bush was the bad guy. Like, that was until the black guy got in mm, office. Hmm.
2: Hmm. On Tuesday, Roseanne posted a hateful, slanderous tweets directed at four people: George Soros, Valerie Jarrett, Chelsea Clinton, and me. Oh, funny. That's when. Uh, oh, wow. So is it? Is it that you only seem to care when the tweets are directed at you? Hmm, interesting. A few hours later, she was fired by ABC. For the fat, past few years, a little, a little bit more than a few, Roseanne has been posting the craziest stuff on Twitter by like claiming Hillary is part of the child sex abuse ring. Being run out of a DC pizza place, he claimed that the Clintons had murdered people. Anyone who crit- criticizes Benjamin Netanyahu Benjamin was a Nazi. Uh, you also left out the fact that he also considered that uh, Obama is not born in America. But well, let's slide on that one, Michael. Um, Roseanne seemed to be suffering from some sort of madness. It more than just it, it's more than just saying she's racist. She operates in the same sewer sewer of lies, conspiracy theories, and bigotry that has been, uh, been rising in America for years, and that has now succeeded in electing our current president. Totally nuts. Here's who's not crazy, Donald J. Trump. Michael Moore, go fuck yourself. You are not going to separate your friend from Donald Trump and say that Donald Trump is crazy and nuts, but then your friend, Roseanne, is just suffering from mental illness. You cannot do... mm, how, How does that work? Trump, though he shows all the signs of being absolute bonkers, is not insane. He's the real deal. His racism and hate is real, is well thought out, He's a master, um, he's a true master of manipulation, a brilliant performance artist, and an evil genius. He outsmarted the nation of liberals and Democrats and won the White House by losing the actual vote of the people. He's neutered and destroyed the grand old party. He knows exactly what he's doing. Rosanna, on the other hand, is a person who long ago broke through and brought an authentic voice of working women and men to television via one of the greatest TV series of all time. Don't know about that one. It was groundbreaking because the TV industry had historically either ignored or ridiculed, patronized those of those of us who grew up in the working class. Roseanne changed that. Only you meant mean white working class. See,
0: because I don't feel like getting uh, dressed up for these, but I kind of wish this was a video podcast so that people could see my face right now.
2: <laughs> I, just, I mean, like, like what? I mean. What's what what Sanford and Sons? Like, what? Like, what, like so she so was like, like I, I just, I'm, I'm, i I'm just it, it it upset. <laughs> it, it's like, it's like only white people matter to you. What are you talking about? I just,
0: it, like, like it can be both. It's, it's just like, just like Bill Cosby could have created one of the most groundbreaking sitcoms. That changed both the TV landscape and also how black people were viewed in America and also be one of the most prolific rapists of our time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It can be both. It can be both. Like she could have been I, she could have been a great voice for a, a demographic that was not getting any shine or any notice at one point in time. And she can also be racist.
2: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Having two thoughts this- oh, well, I don't know about that one, Jana. That's a little it's a little bit bold there. Like I we we deal with we we like to deal with reality here on the handy check. <laughs> You're getting a little bit crazy there. I don't know about that one.
0: It's like the it's like this weird thing where people are like, people are not a monolith. Folks contain multitudes. People can, I can do two things at once and have more than two thoughts at once. And then, like, their fave does something. And it's like, they did this one great thing once. They can't be this. She's Jewish. She can't be a bigot.
2: Uh, but she's also a damaged soul. Most people don't know that she has suffered her entire life with her massive head injury that she received during a serious car accident when she was a child. Oh, my God. We're- <laughs> this is amazing.
0: She can't be the genius who created all of the things.
2: But she also can't, but she also can't, she can't right? She's, she's a genius who created all these things, but the head injury also came at a cost racism. <laughs> <laughs> Her brain injuries were immense and she spent months in the hospital recovering, struggling to recover. Uh, I also have no idea what it was like to grow up as she did as a Jewish girl in Salt Lake City. Not a tolerant state, to be sure. She told me how her parents, who owned an apartment building, were asked by the U.S. government after World War II if they would be willing to house Holocaust survivors who had come to the U.S. as re- refugees. Her parents took in dozen, took dozens in, and Roseanne's childhood was spent with these survivors as her family. The stories they told me, she said, were filled with unimaginable horror. I've always wondered what the effect of me as a little girl. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So what, what, from reading this, what it's telling me is, Roseanne. And her family didn't suffer these things personally. She got secondhand stories from other people. And we need to take that into consideration for how that affected her growing up. Huh. If only there was a group of people who have a long story history in America of, you know, uh, suffering at the hands of the state, uh, having their families ripped apart, being economically and socially discriminated against and um that would be you know turned into some kind of i don't know um cause for 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 some kind of depressive ptsd in their communities if only there was a group of people that suffered like that uh other than roseanne huh just weird just weird just she has huh.
0: been through so much you guys she's been so through so much. much
2: hearing other people talk about them going through so much huh now, sadly, for the past few years, Roseanne has been in a downward spiral, ranting cr- like, like crazy on Twitter, spreading conspiracy theories, attacking the people she used to love, supporting supporting Trump, and being just an outright hateful and racist person. It has been a difficult to decline. Uh, it's been a difficult decline to witness. She repeatedly attacked me, and on Tuesday called uh, after calling George Soros a Nazi. He's a Jew and Holocaust survivor. But you told me before that she had Holocaust survivors in her own house. But
0: Soros, though. So, okay. Soros. Okay. Okay. That, because that's literally all I ever hear when people bring up Soros is just his name. Yeah. Okay. Like not. Don't even, <laughs> it's like never... no, no actual facts. People yeah. are just like Soros. Yeah. He doesn't even, like, even. Okay. He doesn't
2: have a first name. He's just he's like Prince Soros. Yeah. <laughs> um, Valer Jared is uh, as an offspring of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes saying Chelsea was married to a Nazi relative of George Soros. She then retweeted a disgusting new word for me because I have spoken out against Netanyahu's government and his killing of Palestinians, Jew-hater, nonstop insanity and sickness. I guess that might be 20 million out of 320 million who probably agree with her. She is thrown down with the lowest of the low, and who knows if she'll recover from this descent into her own personal hell. To close, I want to say just how great the new Roseanne show was. It was funny, but brutal to watch because it showed just how our system of greed has hurt millions of families like the Connors of Illinois. On the final episode last week, Roseanne was addicted to opioids because she couldn't afford the knee surgery she needed. So she suffered along a- in and agonized pain. Dan, her husband, in order to raise money for her surgery, decided to take a non-union job and Roseanne berates him for doing so and letting his union brothers and sisters down. There are a couple quick knocks on Trump, making it clear that the real Roseanne was not writing or running the show the past nine weeks the new Roseanne show has shined a powerful and necessary light on what it means to be working class in 2018 the Belinda family of this new series was white and black and lgbtq and her generous neighbors right next door were muslim who forced her to confront her own bigotry here's the thing I, go ahead i'll let you go first
0: you can't force her to confront her own bigotry you mean she 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 was being a bigot to them and she had to take a long hard look at herself. I I, I, just
2: <laughs> I need I need white liberals to realize that shows like Roseanne are not meant to do what Michael Moore just said, which is confront the bigotry and take on Trump. No 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 no. Shows like Roseanne are meant to placate white liberals to go, see, it's not that bad. See, I can deal with my I can deal with my my mother who is like Roseanne or my father who is racist like Roseanne. You know, that's what that show is. Roseanne was not meant to have us all come together because first of all, black people ain't watching Roseanne.
0: hmm
2: LGBTQ community wasn't watching Roseanne. This was made to placate people like Michael Moore and white liberals who really don't understand the, the terrors that the marginalized community suffer with. We are not your learning tools. We are not which you use to make yourself feel better, because oh, well, see, her blended family. See, it's really about this, and her Muslim neighbors force her to create, confront her own bigotry. Not your fucking tools for that shit.
0: Yeah, like that's not- I I feel the worst for that that little black girl who was on that show to make them feel like they had some diversity.
2: Yeah, it, it, because it's bullshit. that's who
0: I feel bad for.
2: You're you. <laughs> they literally use her as a fucking shield. You're using. The pain and suffering that we suffer as a shield to then water it down so that you can feel better about yourself, so that when you go home for Thanksgiving with your Trump-loving family, you can sit there and go, oh, we're just like Roseanne," and you go about your business. You think that's okay, you know? And you you, you do things like Michael Moore did here, where he for he you see where he he forced the he, he switched the, the 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 focus of it to is oh they're talking about the working white the working working class family and how the economy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's all you care about. This is all you care
0: about. Would have been great again, had they centered the show on Darlene and you have these, the same stuff happening, right? But then you have that special Thanksgiving episode where Roseanne and her bigoted ass shows up and Darlene has to be like, no, this is not how we act. It's 2018. That would have been a great show. I would have watched that. I would have been okay with that because it'd have been white people checking other white people, not frigging the the Muslim neighbor next door having to call Roseanne a bigot for her to fucking get it. Mm-hmm. I am annoyed now.
2: <laughs> yeah, so annoyed. It, it, It's annoying because I, I want that show. I want the show where, like you said, like where it's Thanksgiving it's Christmas dinner. And, and your racist family comes over. And you kick them the fuck out of the house. And you tell them as long as they're going to be racist, they never see their grandkids again. That's the show I want. Because that's where you confront racism. The whole, we'll come together and we'll find the common grounds and we'll talk about that, is bullshit. Because you know what? When you have a basically an all-white family, because I'm sorry, I'm still calling it an all-white family, even though you had the, the little black girl there as, as, your, as your token. still an all-white family. You're, the all-white family, when it comes to finding something something to, to the common ground, it, has nothing, it, never, it never has anything to do with the people that are marginalized. It never. It never has anything to do with coming to, We We can all come together about the racism. No. No, you don't do that. No. Oh, we'll come together on on the economy, because you can just ignore the rest of us black people, or brown people, or LGBTQ, or all of our issues. You focus on your own shit. Like That's what this show was. That's what Roseanne was. Roseanne was covered. That's why, that's why people, oh, no, I thought Roseanne was great. Yeah, of course she did. Because it never confronted, it made you feel good. It made you, oh, yeah, they threw a shout-out at Trump. Yeah, they're they're taking on the man. She's still racist. The only way Roseanne works is if somehow through those 10 episodes, by the end of the time, not only does the Roseanne in the show, but the Roseanne in real life stop being racist, stop being a racist bigot. That's the only way that works only way it works. And clearly it shows that it didn't happen. Because she's still the same person she was. And I understand that. Like to me it's. I understand that especially when we're dealing with. actors and actresses. That the people that they are on screen. Is not the people they are in real life.
0: Except. Thank you. When this show is named after you. And based on your comedy. Which is essentially. Your life.
2: Thank you. Cause that's that's the exception. And I think that's the part people keep missing. It's like this is the reason why this stood out so much, because you said the show is called Roseanne. It's built off of her personality. That's what it was. You don't get to sit there and try to bury that and then try to act like it's okay and then we should all this is the show, yeah, this is the show we need. No, it's not. You know what show we need? Blackish. Fresh of oh, oh. the boat. All the other shows actually deal with, you know, being, you know, working class families. Complicated family groups. Like, I, I saw somebody say the other day, it was like, oh, yeah, we, 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 we you know, by like getting rid of Roseanne, we don't have working class families anymore. It's like, Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Bob's Burgers is my white working class family. If you want a white working class family show, Bob's Burgers is great. Fucking love and that progressive show.
0: progressive white working class family. Like, if Bob is not your favorite dad on television i don't like i don't know what's wrong with
2: you yo it's a it's a funny thing that you say that because i'd be watching the show i'm like yo this family is oddly progressive because gene is (laughs) kind of gender fluid like, like i'm wearing a dress today no you're not gene it's like i am you can't you, you gotta let this flower grow it's like like, gene is...
0: it'll be like it'll be like something something my vagina they're like right. hey, you don't have a vagina and it'll want, be like, one. not
2: today right. like <laughs> gene, is, gene, is, gene is great uh uh tina is just so sexual <laughs> it's just like butts butts and butts <laughs> just it's just great and then Louise is just a little, she's, she's, she's crazy. I love Louise. Louise so <laughs> is amazing. But Bob is just like, it's, it's just, he's so, it, it's, it's just, you know, he's just, he's just, oh man, it's just Bob and Linda are, are great parents and they're struggling. They're always struggling to pay rent. I mean, when you think about what goes on that show, they're always late on the rent. Like it, it is literally a white working class show. That's dealing with the dealing with regulations because um Hugo's always coming in to, to you know get new regulations for and, and just weighing them down. It's like there's always something going on with them. And, and they're
0: always trying to fight Jimmy Pesto <laughs> to like get more business. Exactly.
2: You know? And and like this is like they have they literally have an old white white guy who they who they rent from who is literally the sleaziest fucking rich guy. The cheapest, sleaziest rich guy in the fucking world. Like that's the show. That's the show you guys want. The show you guys claim you need from from Roseanne. Oh, but I get it. You want you want to see the family that represents your family. The family that's because like you said, the the problem, the difference between Boss Burgers and Roseanne is other than being animated, Boss Burgers is progressive. Roseanne isn't. You have the fake progressive, pr- progressivism where you have the gender fluid son and the, the little kid and you have the black little girl and you think that's what makes your show progressive and it doesn't because you still have the racist bigoted family members and you think that that's okay because that's your family and because you have done nothing to stop that from happening. But that's what white people want, particularly white liberals because white liberals have had a hard time saying no to their family and letting go of that family. They want to have bust bus of both worlds. And they don't, they, they don't want to really truly give up the racist people in their lives. They don't want to do it. And, and, and again, because again, I like to make sure I just don't get on white people and being racist. Same can be said for, for, as a guy, same can be said for me. And, you know, uh, when it comes to us and, and our sexist friends, our guys that we know are super misogynistic, or super homophobic, or transphobic, and things like that, We everybody knows that person here's like, oh, well, no. You gotta draw a line. At some point, you have to figure out how far are you willing to go. And it might be you gotta let, gotta let these people go. And tell them as long as you're this way, you cannot be in my life. The more we do that, is that's that's when things will change. Until then, it's not gonna happen.
0: Or at the very least, East, then we have identified and isolated the races. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know? So I, I just I just I I'm, you know, between the Michael Moore thing and and they weren't the only ones, Michael Moore, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel. They weren't the only ones. I'm I'm just tired of white people, particularly white liberals, giving more empathy to the racism bigots after they've suffered a consequence than they do the victims of those racist bigots. Oh, we should all We should all motherfucker. We ain't got to do shit but stay black and die. Like we ain't got to do shit. We don't have to. We don't have to lay off of Roseanne. Did she lay? Like where was Jimmy Kimmel telling Roseanne on Twitter publicly to lay off of whoever the fuck he was? She was attacking that day. Where was that? Like when you only find the strength to stand up and speak out publicly, like Michael Moore did, when it comes time. To defend you know, your friend because us be honest here, that's what it is, you're defending mm-hmm. your friend but you don't have time to stand up and publicly tell the world that they are also 100% wrong
1: in,
0: in a hurtful okay. way, in a helpful way probably the only, and this is not a defense of her, probably the only thing I will say is I do think that the consequences were so swift and immediate because she is a woman
2: no, no, you're right no, I can believe it
0: the, the, that's like literally the the, the most.
2: I no, I've, I've, I haven't seen anybody say I that. I haven't seen. That's all I got. Yeah, no, I haven't <laughs> seen anybody say it. I haven't seen anybody say that. That's the first time I've said it, and, and I 100 percent agree. 100 percent agree. I mean, think about it. Think about the, the, the whole you know Me Too Times Up stuff, and they're talking about bringing Charlie Rose back for a fucking show.
0: The the way people have immediately jump from what are going to be the consequences? How are the victims doing with me too, to do you think so-and-so can make a comeback? Mm -hmm. I, I, I I don't understand how somebody can come back if they've only been gone for a month.
2: Mm -hmm. You got to think about it. You got to think about how many, how many of these people were like, I mean before before the end of the week when they when the think like it'll be Monday Charlie Rose did this Friday Thursday it's oh, are we going to be are we being too hard on Charlie Rose it's just like it's, So it, you know you're it, right you're absolutely right. Ridiculous. Yeah, you know, you're it's absolutely ridiculous. right. Like that was that is the only take I will take. And it's, like you say it's not a defense but it's one of those curious things of huh, it's interesting that took her that you know that cuz her the thing um she don't, she's not alone Hell, there were, there were some other, and I, I wish I'd written them down. There were some other people that came out and tried to defend her by saying, oh, no, but Jell- uh, Valerie J- does look a monkey. Hey, who had blue checks? You know? You know, uh, Ted Nugent's still out oh, yeah, here.
0: No, yeah, I saw, I saw that one. it was like uh, when somebody said something about Michelle Obama I think this was like years ago I remember this somebody said something about Michelle Obama and like a monkey and it was like on a Spanish news channel or something Mm -hmm. like that and Raven Simone tried to say well sometimes people look like animals I'll never forget that (laughs) Raven
2: Simone is just I got, I got nothing with that one. (laughs) Uh, Because I
0: saw that tweet about like somebody literally put a picture of Valier Jarrett up next to a picture of Helena Bonham Carter in the Planet of the Apes reboot. mm -hmm. Not even the good Planet of the Apes.
2: Yeah. Like, I, I was offended. Yeah, it's, it's, it. Yeah, so it's just bullshit. Um, so, uh, are we gonna
0: gonna talk about the Kim Kardashian? Prison
2: thing I was actually going to save it for when We can talk about a little bit I was going to save it for I know uh, Leslie has some thoughts But we go ahead and give your thoughts on this Because I, I just thought it was, it was Again, here's the thing The week has been so crazy I actually forgot about that one
0: So my <laughs> thing was actually not about Kim at all The Kim Kardashian goes to the White House To talk about prison I was just like, okay, whatever My favorite part of the article that I read Was that they were like Kim has been talking with Jared Kushner for months because he feels strongly about prison reform because when Jared Kushner was like in middle school, his dad went to minimum security prison, like white collar prison for tax evasion. He was sentenced to two years. He did 12 months and Jared has never gotten over it. He still carries around the wallet that his dad made him while he was in prison. 12 months. That was an actual thing that was reported on. (laughs) 12 months. Derek Kushner has been traumatized for life and is a strong advocate of prison reform because his dad did a white collar crime and went to jail for 12 months. 12 months. And he's like Completely fine now. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, no. he, he's, yo, he's he, just as rich
0: as his dad was yeah, yeah, when yeah, he left.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's fucking ridiculous. Well, because you know that, that was the whole thing why um um Chris Christie didn't get a bigger role in the Trump administration because Jared Kushner didn't like him because I believe it was um it was uh, Chris Christie who prosecuted his dad and put him in jail for twelve months. <laughs> it's you. I, I I wish I, I I if this was a TV show, I would have canceled it by I would have I I bit I would have turned it off after episode two, going, "Oh, this is bullshit." It's too on the nose. Like, motherfucker, are you serious? You're an advocate for prison reform for who? White collar rich guys? What are we What are we doing? What are, What are, How do we get here? How do we get here? I did say that because uh, people we oh were saying God. that that um, Kim Kardashian didn't have any, uh, any reason, uh, any experience being in um, a conversation about prison reform, and I and I and I disagree with that because I think people are way too hard on Kim. Um, remember, her father did get a black man off of, off of jail for killing two white people, so I do believe she does have some kind of experience there. So um, I'm just just saying, maybe we should hear her out. So. Um. Speaking of not hearing people out, uh, I love another little article that came out uh, last week. Um, anybody remember those black uh, Black men for Bernie people? Oh. Bernie Sanders activist claims Breit- Breitbart and Trump campaign urged him to tell v- black voters to stay home. A former activist for Senator Bernie Sanders claimed he was recruited by Breitbart to rally black supporters, black voter support for then-candidate Donald Trump. Were urged them to stay home if they didn't plan on voting for the TV star term politician. In an interview with Bloomberg, uh, Bruce Carter said he was brought on by the conservative news site after dumping the D- Democratic Party over his treatment of the Vermont senator, who was running for post at the time. Carter, who created Black Men for Bernie, said a Breitbart, st- uh, Breitbart staffer approached him under the guise of interviewing him. Before he knew it, he assigned up for. Before I, you know, before I knew it, I just you know, trip fell. Drank some, had some, uh, uh, took some ammian pills, and next you know, he has signed up for a ten week effort aimed to get black uh, black folks to vote for Trump or to set out of the election altogether. If you can't stomach Trump, you don't vote for the other people and don't vote at all. Carter forty seven recalled telling African American voters a Message he claimed that the Trump campaign told him to deliver to anti Trump voters. That's what they wanted. That's what they got. Dustin Stockton, the reporter who recruited Carter, said Trump was performing particularly well. An area targeted by carter's most recent brainchild trump for urban communities noting how the now president had garnered great greater than expected support from african-american voters while rival hillary clinton received much less support from black voters than former potus uh, barack obama had in previous four years trump vastly outperformed out- the projection models in the 12 areas Bruce was targeting in florida florida pennsylvania and north carolina stockton told bloomberg i never like telling people not to vote but from a tactical and strategic position we looked at it, if you could get them to vote for Trump, that was plus two. It was plus one if they stayed home and didn't vote at all, he added.
0: To this day, there is a black man that I know who was all about Bernie, anti-Hillary, and lived in a swing state and decided to vote independent because their conscience just couldn't let them vote for Hillary.
2: How's that working out for me?
0: I'm not gonna lie, every time I see them come across my timeline, I'm just like, you're why we're here.
2: <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it, uh, uh, here's the thing, I told you guys these black for Bernie folks weren't to be trusted, here's why. You know, he, and, and now he trying to make it seem like, oh, oh well, let me see if I can get to the end of that article, cause he didn't try, he's now, let's see, um, uh, The former Sanders activist coolly traded in his black for Bernie T-shirt for one depicting the Trump firm community logo. After which he hit the road, visiting several battleground states. Stockton introduced him to Bannon along the way. Said he traveled cross-country to convince black people to vote, to, to, to convince black people Trump was the way to go. And I did everything that I said I would do, Cardi said. I did it in good faith. The former Sanders supporter has since severed ties with the Trump campaign after many of his financial supporters reneged on the plan to help him with his urban restoration efforts. Bloomberg reported, now he's working on a political, new political effort called the People's Ticket, coalitions of single mothers, felons, and hospital workers, hospitality workers, among others, to hold both Republicans and Democrats accountable for the promises made to the urban communities. Here's the thing that's I went into that part because I think it's very key, key to understand. Every one of these people had a vested interest in doing what they did, whether it's telling people not to vote, whether it's voting for a party, or whether it's voting for Trump. Each one of these people did it so they can get ahead. It's the same thing. They try to blame people who voted for people. were Literally, were like, um, Black people were like, "I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton because fuck it, I don't want Trump." That was it. No strings attached. I just don't want Trump. This dude is literally the reason why he he's he super with Trump because he lost his financial backers for his project. If he had gotten the finances for it, he would still be singing the praises of Trump, right? These people are... A lot of people are trying to make money and get ahead and find a way to do it. So why I said this is about Van Jones. Why I don't fuck with Van Jones. I think Van Jones definitely the is
0: definitely... Van Jones is going to be in the first Purge movie. Yeah. I saw the preview last night.
2: We got to talk, <laughs> we, we we talk about the Purge movies because uh, the, the movie is actually... it's, 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 it's going to say weird. It's um, funny how once you start making the movie... The, every movie after the first one did did what we said it was gonna do, did what did what they needed to do because what if when you hear about the purge, you're like okay, but well, what about the black people? What about the people, the poor people? What about the brown people? Like that's what the movie should be about, not about this rich suburban family that gets stuck. You know, have people come in like nobody wants that movie. Ever since then, all the other purge movies have actually been really really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Purge election year was actually good
0: i am so excited when i saw that trailer i was because i i already know what the twist is and Mm. it's not a twist it's Mm. the government did this shit on purpose yeah to try and fuck with black people
2: yeah did you did you see did you you see purge election (laughs) year i didn't you should
0: and now i'm looking on netflix to see
2: you should you should it's it's i i really enjoyed purge election year um one we we interviewed uh Brittany Miraboli who plays the, the um what is it um the uh the the br- the the bride the crazy bride in in the film but um that's uh what is what is her what's her name who did who was in uh Get Out. I just talked about her. she's in um Upgrade. Is Betty Gabriel?
0: Oh Betty Gabriel Yeah, yeah. she's
2: she's in she's I, I believe her. she's yeah, I believe she's in per Election year. She's she is. And so per Election year they actually, again, they have a lot of black people in that movie. Like they, once they, once they, that film, once that series started getting more black and brown people in it, it got really, really good. So I am not sleeping on this next Purge movie. Like I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's
0: being released on July 4th.
2: Yeah. Cause they, yo, know, they do this kind of, yes, yes. I'm all in. I'm all in. It's, I'm looking really, really, really forward to that one. But, um. I didn't know how we got here, but uh...
0: oh, sorry, I, I interrupted. You were talking about Van Jones and how horrible he is.
2: Oh no, but but it's the same thing. It's like he's doing it for money. You know, it's he's doing it for money and for for access, and he looks at it as trying to get in. It's not about no matter how much they try to say, it's about doing the right thing and, and about you no, know, it's not about any of that shit. So, um, so here's something that's been this has been a weird thing. And we kinda saw it coming. Like, we've been seeing all these 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 videos and these stories about, you know, white people calling the cops on black people for just being black and things like that. Um, we've seen the rise of their alt right and all, you know, neo Nazi and things like this. And 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 while I get I get when people say, hey, you know, this stuff has always been there I I, I do think that we have to make sure that we don't I think there's a difference between this the racism and and the and the and the problems always being there, and the fact that they're just fully out there like they are now. Yeah, people like,
0: feeling comfortable is very different from people always holding these beliefs.
2: Yeah, it's so, and nothing says that more than looking at the the uh, the sheer amount of 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 just racist, bigoted white supremacists, pedophiles running for Congress. I am I, like, so here's the thing: there is a, I'm, I'm out here in Maryland. There's a congressional candidate in Virginia admits he's a pedophile. It's a bold move, Con. I just... I, I just... <laughs> how fucking bold do you have to be? He's
0: like, I'm not gonna like let this news about me come out later i'm just gonna let you know
2: <laughs> his name is nathan Lawson. let me see if i don't i didn't play this clip let me see if i can play this clip oh, this is one of those clips that i hate those clips that they play the music in the background and they just, they just have words, but they don't actually say anything.
0: Okay, because I was like, oh, yeah. this is jamming. I was yeah, jamming. Like, who I'm who like, wait <laughs> for
2: this. I keep, I keep running the subtitles. I'm like, I'm not gonna, no, that's not doing this. Um, So Nathan Larson, a 37-year-old accountant from Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, huh, Charlottesville. Isn't that where the neon... Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is running for Congress as an independent candidate in his native state. He's also a pedophile, as he admitted to the Huffington Post on Thursday, who has bragged in website posts about raping his late ex-wife. It's a lot. That's a, that's a lot in essence, right there, guys. It's a lot in essence. sense. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a couple moments. just, to, just. He's also a pedophile, as he admitted to the Huffington Post on Thursday, who has bragged in website posts for raping his late ex-wife. In a phone call, Larson confirmed that he has created the now-defunct websites, uh, souped.org uh, and incel Apocalypse. .today, chat rooms that served as a gathering place for pedophiles and violent-minded misogynists like himself, HuffPost contacted Larson after confirming that his website shared an IP address with those forums, among others. His sites were terminated by the domain host host on Tuesday. On the phone, he was an, he was open about his pedophilia, seeming, seemingly unfazed about his long odds of attaining government office. A lot of people are tired of political correctness and have been constrained by it, he said. People prefer when there's an outsider who doesn't have anything to lose and is willing to say what's on a lot of people's minds. Holy fuck, I swear to God, you guys better not make pedophilia just political correctness. If-
0: I really like how he's like, he's open about his pedophilia. like as if <laughs> as if it was like he's admitting he had like an affair. He's <laughs> he's being open about his his like bout with depression like
2: oh uh, well i took ambien oh you know, exactly. Uh, exactly. i took ambien and you know I'm, I'm i'm a pedophile so i just i i just feel like it's just whatever you know it's, we, we we should all be out there it's just free love it's like if this is like i'm waiting on the revolution that people said was going to happen under trump right remember that people said there's gonna be a revolution and trump's gonna be in office and we're gonna rise up and what's happened so far is the racist pedophiles have risen up instead. And I want my money back because this is not the revolution I wanted. I'd not want the revolution to happen and it'd be a bunch of pedophiles saying, I'm a pedophile. we just had Roy Moore run. We
0: mm-hmm. just
2: had a pedophile running in Alabama. What are we doing here, folks?
0: And the other pedophiles were like, I can do that. Yeah,
2: well, I'm emboldened now. Well, he he got forty something percent of the vote. When asked whether he's a pedophile or just writes about pedophilia, he said, It's a mix of both. Oh my god, like this guy is so like this is Oh my god! Like, yo, yo! I swear to God! Like fucking Chris Hansen's. Like, where was this guy when I was like when I was doing Takeout the Predator? Um, it's a mix of both. When people go over the top, there's a grain of two to what they say. Asked whether there was a grain of two to his essay about father daughter incest and about raping his ex wife repeatedly, he said yes, offering that plenty of women have rape fantasies. According to Larson's campaign manifesto, his platform. His platform as a quasi neo reactionary libertarian, whatever the fuck that means, Canada includes protecting gun ownership rights, establishing free trade, and protecting benevolent white supremacy, as well as legalizing incestuous marriage and child pornography. Again, it's a bold move. In the manifesto, Larson called Nazi leader Adolf Hitler a white supremacist hero. He urged Congress to repeal the Violence Against Women Act, adding, we need to switch to a system that classifies women as property, and initial, initially of their fathers, and later of their husbands. He also showed no sympathy for men who identified as, as involuntary celibates or incels. Uh, he also showed sympathy for men who identified as involuntary celibates or incels, suggesting it is unfair that they are forced to pay taxes for school, welfare, and other support for other men's children.
0: Oh, oh. I I I keep like, I haven't looked at it that way. Can I stop paying taxes then? I don't have kids.
2: Yeah, I, I know, right? Just
0: yeah. <laughs> like, hold on. <laughs> you might be onto something here. Oh my God. So, there's a similar candidate. You, I don't know if he's a pedophile, but there's a similar candidate here in California. Um and he also made the pilgrimage to Charlottesville. Hmm. That's where he was inspired to run for office. Uh, How did people walk out of that rally, hate group meeting, inspired to run for office? Ugh, I just, ugh, white men. I can't with them.
1: I,
2: I, I, I just. I I I kept reading this going like so I kept seeing this pop up on Facebook and I was like, oh god. People are once again sharing fake news. They're sharing one of those <laughs> No, they're sharing because you know a lot of people now and I, I fucking hate it. Everybody wants to be the onion now. So you have people either the onion, and I think the only two that I appreciate are the onion. And the Reductress. Like, those are the only two. Everybody else, if you have a site, stop. I'm tired of reading those bullshit-ass, like, could they hit too close to home? Then I realized this was from the Huffington Post. And I was like, oh, my God. This guy's real. This guy's fucking real. How? How? So, um, I... <sighs> so there's that. Um, but he's not alone. There are others. Uh, there is, I, I, I played this before, uh, it's Art, Art Jones, but I think it's NBC News did an did a, um, um, interview with, with the dude. Hi, Art Jones. my name's Art Jones.
3: Arthur Jones is running for Congress in Chicago's third district. Do you think you have a shot at winning?
1: Listen, I wouldn't be in this if I didn't think I could win.
3: He's also one of at least eight white nationalists running for state or federal office this year. Eight.
2: At least eight. At least eight.
3: At uh, least uh, eight who are
2: open. I'm about to say that are open. And that are open. Everybody else is like, shh. Hey, dude, shh. You keep this shit a secret. Because remember... People and because and, 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 I, I think this is where people go. This is not who we are. This is not America. This is not who we are. I'm like you guys seem to forget. Steve King is a congressman out of Illinois. Or no, I'm not, is it Illinois or Iowa? I think it's Iowa. Steve King is from Iowa. He's the one that went on during her um, National convention was on MSNBC and basically spewed literally white white supremacists like talking points. He is like it's just. Like, Where I feel this
0: like, is, like the Tea Party wasn't a thing.
2: Right. You know, like everybody remembers, everybody's forgotten, you know, because Steve Scalise got shot. But people forget Steve Scalise is known. We reason want to be new Steve, Steve Scalise's name before he got shot because he had gone and talked at basically a KKK rally. It might not have been the KKK, but it might have been some other white nationalist group, but he was a speaker there. So so when people go, this is not America, it's like, oh, no, no, this is definitely America. The thing that's changed is how bold they've got. Usually they're not this fucking bold. But you can't blame them, because they're like, well, Trump and everybody else worked. Why even hide it anymore? But I think what they're going to find is that you can't really be this open, because just like we were talking about with Roseanne and white people kind of liking to feel. white people don't like to, they, they don't they they want to vote for a white supremacist who dog whistles. They don't want uh, the vote for a white supremacist that barks. They want the dog whistle, not the barking. So anyway.
0: There, oh, my God. We have one of the, the things that I was watching about this um, candidate in California. He literally said, like, well, you know. I really enjoyed the dog whistle politics of oh, I th- Trump. Oh, that, that, at- might,
2: that might be in here. That, that might be in this cut. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, it, it comes up. But I'm going to play this whole clip. I think, I, think, I think the guy you're talking about, I think is in this clip.
3: Oh my God. Yeah. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center. I consider myself a white racialist. Jones was a member of the American <laughs> Nazi, Nazi party America. who denies the Holocaust ever happened. Six million Jews, ridiculous he's also wait is this
0: the one I'm sorry is this the one that it's a black woman interviewing these people
2: yes oh my god oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah you know know what's coming up listen to my no no you know what's coming up it's gonna be great
3: campaigning to keep Chicago's neighborhoods 90% white
1: I think most white people want a white neighborhood
3: do you think that black people are genetically inferior
1: the average IQ of a black person is about 20 points lower than the average IQ of a white person. Okay?
3: I went to Harvard. All right.
1: And you got a lot of white blood in you, too.
3: Some white blood. I'm African American. Well, that's where
1: your intelligence is coming from, I think.
3: You think it comes from my white side? I think so. Twenty.
2: Now, for, I want everybody to stop the podcast right now. I want you to go and Google Art Jones so you can see what this motherfucker looks like. And when I tell you that the audacity of this motherfucker challenging anybody's intelligence and IQ, I know IQ doesn't translate to looks, but when you look at this guy and you see the shit he's spewing, spewing and he has the audacity to look at this black woman who's interviewing him and telling her, her that only her her intelligence and IQ comes from her white side, the audacity
0: just like also so people get a, a mental picture, she looks like a Megan Markle. Yes. She she's like a light skinned black woman, clearly black, uh like long hair, whatever you know, typical news anchor type look. Just just so you get the picture of this black woman, he is sitting in her face and telling her that her intelligence comes from
2: the, looks like the wrinkle uh, When he looks like the wrinkled side of a nutsack with hair that makes Donald Trump look like it's so full head of hair. The audacity. I, I just...
3: 1,000 people voted for Jones in the
2: March primary. Sorry, 20,000 people voted for him in the March primary. He ran unopposed in the Republican primary, but he still got 20 thousand people. Now I know people sit there and go, oh, it's not a majority, it's not a lot of people, blah blah twenty thousand people. Imagine a rally with twenty thousand people. We say this all the time we talk about like doing events. That hey you do an event you get like fifty people to show up. That's 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 damn good. That, you can do something with 50 people show up to an event. Motherfucker got 20,000 people to vote for him in a primary. And he is an open racist.
3: Mary. And even though he ran uncontested, he'll be on the Republican ticket in November. A fact many locals find unbelievable. And you want my vote?
1: Let's no, I don't want your vote. Okay, I don't yet. want idiots like you voting for me.
3: But Jones' supporters say he's exactly the kind of candidate they want to see in Washington.
2: Even Abraham Lincoln uh, believed
1: that the races should stay separated. He said uh, there's too great a difference between the black and white races that could possibly live together.
3: Do you feel that way?
1: I feel that way, too.
3: Anti-hate groups say the number of white nationalists running for office across the country this year is higher than ever before. Many of them running...
2: Open, open, white nationalists. Open
3: on the republican ticket like patrick little
2: i think Patrick. i think patrick little is the guy you're talking about because yeah. I, I think he's uh, i just saw the golden gate bird in the background so um, yeah.
0: yeah this dude yeah and i was like oh he has the audacity to have the golden
3: gate Bridge. like yes what the fuck dude
2: yeah. this guy this guy is great
3: little this monstrous nature of the jewish people must
2: be known to the public
3: you think jews are monsters
2: as a group, they are definitely behaving as a monster,
3: 100%. Little is running for Senator Dianne Feinstein's seat in California and blames Jews for America's problems.
2: They do the bidding of a foreign power that has committed terrorist attacks against this country. He's, he's, he's standing on a, Jew, uh, a flag of Israel and spit down on it. Yeah,
3: yeah. Says President Trump is talking to people like him.
2: Because he dog whistled about globalists, I didn't understand he was talking about Jews until after the election.
3: The state's Republican Party says it wants yeah, nothing not, to do with him. That's like an a exciting plan. thing for him. He's like,
0: then I realized he was talking about Jews and I, and and how horrible they were, and I could get behind that.
2: Yeah, his, his dick got hard.
0: Like I also I I need people to understand. It's like so. Roseanne is constantly talking about how everybody aligned with the Clintons are like anti-Jew and blah 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 so you're aligning yourself with like the Trumps and the white supremacists and the conservatives the people who are actually openly in. yeah. in. it makes no sense like the, there is no logic to this
2: well no the logic the logic is the logic see, the logic makes sense when you realize that these people don't care about the fact. This is why when I'm on Twitter and I'm arguing with people, people don't understand. Like, I, you rarely see me have an actual discussion or debate with anybody like this. Like, I wasn't having an, ar- an argument or discussion or debate with anybody if it was a Zack Snyder fan. wasn't here because you quickly pick up on that. People don't care about that. Facts don't matter, right? It's like rap battles, right? You know hey, the push your T and. And Drake, and most times facts don't matter, and this time it kind of did, you're hiding a child, Drake, you gotta be a problem, as I'm just saying, I'm a little bit hard there, but like, facts don't matter, it, it it doesn't for most people, and and people know that, because if facts mattered, then Hillary Clinton would have won in a landslide last year, you know, people wouldn't even trying to argue against why we should not vote, or why you can't vote for Hillary Clinton. Like, no, fact, I mean, factually, if you didn't want this, if you didn't want this stuff to happen, you should have voted for Hillary Clinton. But facts don't matter because why? We're human. So we want, we have, we, we think with our heart, we think with our emotions, we think with everything else. We think what we want. We, we form our own narratives and then we do things to fill in that narrative. Damn the facts. And that's what's happening here. So if you are a person who, um, all you care, and, and, and oddly enough, sometimes you hear people say this. They don't realize how true and real they're being people say he talked about jobs yeah so they they tune out everything else because they talk about jobs and that jobs were jobs for white people well, so that's all they cared about because it's like well in the end of the day if he does everything he says but all this Arabs I'll be saying it goes against everybody who's not white well that's more jobs for me and so I don't care there's there is a complete lack of empathy in decision making in this country when it comes to how we, I, I, I think that, you know, John and I, when we do our, our, No Cupid, we um, talk about this all the time. Um, how we, we've been talking about this the last couple episodes, about how we don't do enough talking about how we don't teach kids how to actually have relationships. And I don't just mean, I don't mean just, like, um, romantic relationship, but just like basic human interaction. We teach them the basic, basic stuff, but we don't teach them how to have complex human relationships with people, right? We don't do that. That, that is not, a, that's not taught in school. Um, it's usually not taught at home because the adults, because they grew up in the same system, don't know how to have those relationships either themselves and are usually in toxic friendships or, or romantic relationships themselves. So there's a cycle there. And I think that's where this comes from. We don't have, we haven't, people haven't been taught how to have empathy or how to behave in a society. People don't understand that when you live in a society, that means giving something up. It means sharing. It means looking out for your common man, looking out for your common woman. You know, we don't, we, we don't know how to do that. And so what you're seeing, and and this is why, where I come down to my whole, you know, people. Are, oh, we need to have to be socialists and things like that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what the system is until you fix the people. It doesn't fucking matter. The people are broken. We don't know how to interact with each other. We don't know how to talk to people. You know, like it was a funny thing yesterday. I had people coming to me. You know, I, I like using the Zach Snyder people that yesterday was as a as a thing because it was funny to me. They were mad because uh, so one of these sites. I'm not gonna name the site because I wasn't. I wasn't. I. They 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 made a list of ten ten of the greatest. In their opinion, they had like 38 writers, and we came up with a list of the greatest comic movies of all time. The number one movie was Batman vs. Superman. Number two was Man of Steel. Uh, Black Panther went all the way down to six, and Infinity War was eight. I can't remember where one of them was, but I was like, I'm like, that list makes no sense. Fake news. So I I, I I put out a tweet with the link to, link to the site, and, link, and I was like, I said the same thing I just said there, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is brah, come on. They came into my mentions like, "Oh, hi." You know, I had the editor in chief come to me. You're being unprofessional, and you know, this is blah blah blah. You know, you're well, this was just our opinion. Why are you attacking us and blah, blah. And I'm like, guys, guys, I didn't attack you. You put a list out in public. I'm allowed to criticize it and be like, that's silly, that's stupid. Oh no, it's just our opinion though. You're just trying to you're trying to tell us. I'm like, no, okay. Well, my opinion is your opinion is silly. <laughs> Like you can't. So, so what they didn't understand was they wanted to have only their opinion be out there. Like you wanted you you put something out there that you first of all you knew it was going to be controversial. Putting BVS and Man of Steel, freaking over the MCU movies, putting both of those movies over fucking Wonder Woman. Come on, guys. Come on. That's fucking nobody believes that, right? But you knew you were going to get a reaction. To then get upset that you got a reaction, you had people laughing at or mocking your list. That's part of the game. But we've gotten to the point where people only want to get good news. People only want to get the good. They don't want to have criticizing. Everybody wants to have a voice. Everyone wants to say something, but nobody wants to suffer the consequences of that. Mm -hmm. And, and that comes down to, we haven't, we kind of teach kids this, but we haven't talked adults that this is what happens. So, when social media came about, everybody got a voice. So these days, everybody can be a uh, everybody can be a music critic. Everybody can be a movie critic. Everybody can talk about anything they want because they have social media, and you can you can you can make a living off of that. But what hasn't translated over a lot of people is that just because you have that voice and you can say whatever you want to say, that now opens you up to be challenged on what you say oh. and you might not like what the challenges are. And again and, and and again this is this is this is me saying this, you know, not you know, this is this is this is you know, separated from you know, separating out the, the, the harassment, the attacks, the bigotry and that kind those kind of comments. I'm just saying that you come out like if I come out and say, yo, um knowing that everybody loved Logan, going Logan sucked. If I say that on Twitter right now, I'm gonna get a bunch of people saying like, you're fucking crazy. What's wrong with you? That you're being silly, blah, blah, blah. I cannot get mad at those responses because I know what I said. Um, but a lot of people these days they don't know that. They don't understand that. And that's what I get where these these um these white people. you have to be law. ready
0: to defend it. Like, that's the thing. You say what you want, be ready to defend it.
2: But that's the thing, nobody wants to. Nobody no everybody wants the freedom to say what they want, but you rarely see people defending, like, I had all those people come to my mention, and I was like, but you guys haven't defended the list. You just said that, you said me what the process was, but you haven't defended on why you think those movies are number one. Because everybody wants to be able to say what they want. They want to be controversial. They want to get the stuff out there. They want to get the hits. They want to get the likes. They want to do all this stuff. But when they got challenged to say, okay, well, explain that position, a lot of people can't do it. A lot of people can't do it, and they don't want to do it. You know, and so we, and because we never have to do that, so you get to bring it back to the white supremacists and white nationalists and things like that. And people who, 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 who are being attracted by this, the, 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 these, um, these words in the, in these positions, they're not challenging because they're, they're, they're getting what they want. And so they don't have, nope, there is no critical thinking. There is no critical discussion on any of this stuff. And they just go, oh, well, no, they're just talking about jobs. So we're making it about jobs. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're talking about literally eradicating everybody who's not white. Or somebody goes, oh, well, you know, I lost my job. I'm white. So, yes, there is an attack on white people. Wait, oh, what?
0: Yeah. No. And unemployment rate is higher for every other group.
2: Right. What do you? No, that's not. You 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 are not. How how did you jump to that conclusion? It's like, but nobody has that, that critical thinking skills anymore. Nobody has actual debate. Nobody has actual. That's the thing to me. Like, one, I'm like, I don't want. I'm not debating my humanity with you. But at the same time, I need people to realize that I shouldn't have to because you should automatically realize that that's what that dis- discussion is like. People like there was a, um, I-, I wasn't even going to cover this right now. I'm not I'm not playing more of this this white nationalist stuff. You, you guys get the picture. These people are disgusting. Um, but we covered last week when I had I think it was Justin and we were talking about um uh, uh Jordan Peterson. You know, there's, there's this new guy who's. Become the voice for all these, these incels and these these dudes who are, um, uh, uh, you know, just so fucking sad. So some woman wrote this article in in the Washington, the L.A. Times. Hate on Jordan Peterson all you want, but he's tapping into fr- tr- frustrations that feminist sh- feminists shouldn't ignore. And on Twitter, the the headline was basically like, if if feminists want to attack, uh, want want to stop Jordan Peterson, they should come up with an ideas. They should come up with some ideas to challenge him. Someone was like, they did. It's called feminism.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's like. They do the same thing with black people. Like, if you don't want another Trump, then you guys need to figure out how to, you know, get these uh, white folks on your side and, and how to attend their frustration around not having jobs. It's like, it's not our job to fix white people. Just like it's not women's jobs to fix men, and usually what it involves is us like taking a step back and letting them lead.
2: Right. So here's here's a segment of the of the article, and again, it's just so disgusting to me. Although Peterson can sound sound like a chauvinist crank when he seems to suggest that women incite sexual harassment by wearing makeup to the office, his larger point that that evolves around uh, uh, that evolving norms are generating confusing and mixed signals and that women play a role in sexualizing the workplace are far from absurd. No, that's not true at all. Like that entire sentence that's not true.
0: It's like women don't sexualize the workplace, maybe men should be in the workplace working.
2: Uh, evolving norms? It's like so you mean men are having a hard time adjusting to, to not being chauvinistic pigs. Like this, this 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 is this is the this is the, this is the argument, right, that it's too hard not to be racist. It's too hard not to be sexist. It's too hard not to be transphobic or homophobic. That isn't a valid argument. That's not a valid argument. Consider: we have rejected traditional sexist properties uh, that forbade uh, coarse language in front of the ladies. Yet a man can be fired for telling crude joke, a crude joke that offends a female coworker. Calling women the weaker sex would be considered shockingly retrograde yet amb- ambivalent sexual co- encounters are easily recast as violation of women with men presumed entire, entirely responsible for the ensuring insur- uh, co- consent for ensuring consent workplace romances abound yet flirting could be a one step away from someone's idea of sexual harassment uh, th- like this entire article is just making excuses for why it's too hard for men to learn how to not be creepy i this is this is where the discourse has gotten to this is where, this is the start where I'm like, you guys are trying to make us defend humanity versus sh- drawing, drawing the line at this is wrong. And you defend everything to the left of that, right? You don't defend the wrong point. It's just it's tiring. <laughs> it's just so fucking tiring. Um. Alright, so uh, it's Pride Month, so Instead of just doing a great moment on white privilege, we're gonna do a great moment in white, uh, cis heterosexual uh, privilege um, <laughs> with this one because it's um, it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Let me see if I can oh, can I get my music. I can't. I can't do this without the music. So uh, here we. Go. Like I say, great moments in uh white cishet heterosexual uh cishet uh male music uh privilege. Dana Rohrbacher, Roar- I think this is a sen synod- it was a representative, a House of Representative. Um, it's okay to not sell homes to gay people. <clears throat> representative Dan- uh Dana backer uh from California, lost the backing of the National Association of Realtors this week. For the 15 term, 15 terms, 15 terms. He's had 15 terms in Congress. So the 15 term congressman said it is acceptable to not sell homes to gay people. Earlier this month, he told the Orange County Association of Realtors that every homeowner should be able to make a decision not to sell their home to someone if they don't agree with their lifestyle. As accounted by many of the attendees, the National Association of Realtors is against discrimination based on the sexual orientation or gender identity according to the Code of Ethics. It's sad to see the NAR, NAR versus NRA, (laughs) NAR's priorities is standing in solidarity with making sure a stamp of approval is put on somebody else's private lifestyle, uh, or Bracker's response said. So he's mad at them for not, like this, this all came from the cake decision. Remember people were like, oh, well, no, I should be allowed not to sell a wedding cake to a gay people, a gay couple. Now it's down to the, you know, I shouldn't be allowed to not sell a home to a gay person. What the fuck does it matter?
0: <laughs> You're not living in it anymore.
2: <laughs> I didn't know gay money was different.
0: I didn't know it's gay like money the was same different. thing with the cake. You're not gonna eat it, like I don't.
2: <laughs> well, you know, God sees everything, so you know. That's the thing. That, that's the thing that always bothers me. Right I, I, again, I got. I try so hard at the, the to. To. To lose people with my anti-religion, anti-God stuff, I, 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 I think I do really, really well not saying anything. But I got to do ask the question, right? Because you know, I grew up in the church, and this, I'm not somebody who grew up as a, you know, atheist, not, not, not being, not, you know, not understanding. I've read the Bible and all this stuff, but I always find this weird, right? People always say things like this because God knows your heart. God's always watching. I can't just sell like, you know, it'll be, it'll be, you know, be against the God and things like that. All right. So if God's always watching, what do you do when you masturbate? <laughs> Like, what don't, do you, I, I'm just.
0: Don't feel guilty all I, the time. Right. I'm just like,
2: what do you, do you, I mean, do you do it under a blanket? Like, what do you, I'm just, I just, I just want to know. Like. They what?
0: do, they do it under a blanket because they're civilized.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have having sex with your wife, you know? It's just like, what is, what is, the, I, I just, I, I just, cause I, I just don't understand, like, why, you know, all the dirty things you do with your, your, your spouse are okay in the bed. But you all of a sudden then get righteous when it comes to selling a fucking cake to a gay person i i I just don't but but again, it goes to show you just how um how going back to the roseanne thing you 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 really you really will you really would spite yourself you're a struggling cake maker or you really need this money to sell your house to to from selling your house, and you, your, your, your brother, the they're about to close in the house, but to buy this cake and give you the money, and then you find out they're gay, and you're like, "Well, now I can't. I'd rather, I'd rather yeah, go broke, because I'll burn in hell, not because of all the other sins I commit, but because I sold a cake." Can you? Like, I'm sorry. I, like, I'm, I'm sorry. But again, again, look, look, not to question anybody's faith or change anybody's mind. But how fucking silly and ridiculous rede- Like would you really want to go to heaven if like the you're in line getting to get into heaven, right? You died, you know, something happened, I don't know. You talked too much ambient, right? And you fell asleep and you just never woke up. So you're in you're you're, you're in heaven, you're in line of heaven, you're waiting to go to the gates, and there's a dude in front of you, and he gets rejected, he gets, so oh I'm sorry, you can't come in. So you ask him, it's like, why didn't you? He's like, Oh, I'm gay. And they won't let me in really want to go in there or no even even worse even worse so the person in front of you they're not even gay they can sit back in the back he's like what did you do oh man i lived the life i was supposed to but you know i I fucked up what what, did you you do oh did you kill somebody did you i don't know did you cheat on your wife like what did you do he's like i sold a cake to a gay couple (laughs) and that's why you can't go to heaven you sold a cake to a gay couple would you really want to like what kind of a Because I'm told, right, that there's like a party in heaven. Like, it's oh, you know, everybody has their own mansions. And it's it's just, 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 you know, it's it's just heaven's heaven's heaven, right? Heaven's great. How lame is heaven? If you get in there, if the person who makes, because you know that cake is probably bomb too, right? You know that cake is probably good as shit. It's probably a good-ass fucking cake. If the cake maker can't get in because he sold a cake to a gay person. Or, like, what happens if you sold, like, here's even better. Another question. What if you sold your home? but you didn't know they were gay, right? Like they, 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 you were there, you sold the home, but they weren't married at the time. So it was only, you only dealt with one person. And then after you sold the house, you find out that, oh, I'm getting married to my boyfriend now. Do you, does that still count as selling a house to a gay person? So now you tend to have to go to hell?
0: I just honestly don't believe that they believe that it's that. I think they just find being gay icky. I, I, and I, I don't want icky gay people in my house
2: i would i would just say that i would just just, just i i don't know why it is like i i, I, I like don't put that
0: again don't put that evil on god god don't care
2: <laughs> I, I, I it was so funny i was listening to uh <laughs> the last podcast on the left guys are fucking hilarious but they were talking about something i think i think it was them they were talking about something and they were like come on guys you you Know the disciples were gay. It was twelve dudes who were just following another dude around all the time. You telling me nobody was fucking nobody? And I was just like, got a good point, yo. Some of those disciples had to be gay. Somebody was gay. I just, it just, it just, the numbers are there. Somebody was gay. You know, I I just, I I don't understand. I I just, why does it matter? I just. I, I, I'll i say this, uh, the one thing I am proud, not proud, Um, the one thing that I am appreciative of of these open white supremacists and open, you know, rapists and pedophiles running, at least they're open about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Put it out there, you know? Like, put it out there so everybody knows, and that way I can really tell the people who actually still support you after that are fucking assholes and are rapists and pedophiles and, and, and you know, racist too. But, like... Fuck, guys. Like, just, just come out and say it. Like, I, I literally... So, um... Buffalo Wild Wings got... A, they, uh, their, their, their Twitter got hacked, right? And so, the, one, of the, one of the hackers said something about Tariq Nasheed. So, I was like, when you think the person who hacked Buffalo Wild Wings is racist, but they also attacked Tariq Nasheed because a giant piece of shit. And I just had this, like, the, the Alonzo Mourning gif of him just kind of going like, eh, well, you know, yeah, I don't really care. So, I literally have a person now that's reminded me, I find it funny that most of the black men who they don't like Tariq Nasheed and his views are gay. Gays in all capitals. And are into comic books <laughs> and video games. And I'm about to respond to this person going, I did not know I was gay but thanks for telling me. I just
0: like... What, what it's a- like when Rod uh, tweeted the whole like, and again he he admits this was not an original tweet. The whole like, black men are the white people of the black community. Immediately everybody started talking, calling him gay. And it, it's First of all, guys, that's not like that's not like a diss anymore. Like,
2: like no one cares. <laughs> like, I, I, I actually love it when people call me gay, because it's like because the thing like when somebody calls you gay and you're not gay. First of all, it it shouldn't matter, right? Because it's like, I mean, gay people are cool. right? <laughs> I mean, it's like gay people have fun. Like, I don't, like, it, I, I don't know. I don't want to tell you. It's like, I always see when people. You've seen people at a, gay people at a party, like they like they really dance like nobody's watching. It's just fucking amazing. Um. <laughs> But at the same time, it's like so. Here's the thing, but if you're not gay and somebody calls you gay, it's like somebody coming to me and going, "You're a horse." Uh, well, I'm not a horse, but okay. Like, what? Am I, I don't know what the react. I don't know what the reaction's supposed to be when, when somebody calls me gay. It's like, "You're gay. You like dick." I'm like, "Eh, hey, I don't even like my own dick." <laughs> it's, uh, I'm like one of the, I'm, uh, you know, I'm one of the, I'm like one of the Christians that, you know, I, you know, jerk off and you, you know. You get you get a deep set of shame. So I like my own dick. So I don't know. I am gay. <laughs> you know, like what what am I supposed to do with that? Like I don't. And it's so funny when you respond that way to them because like they want you to react horribly to that tweet. But when you go, oh maybe I am. They're like, well, I told you you like dick. I'm like, eh, eh, okay. No, you're supposed to be mad. I'm like, am I?
3: <laughs> I don't I don't know what
2: to do with this. It's just so it's so I don't know. I I, I don't I don't get it. I don't, I don't know, yo. I, I just, what the fuck? Like, what supposed to do with this? I can literally respond. Let me see what I responded to. I said, um, as a, am gay in question mark. I didn't even know. I mean, it is pride month.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's literally just like, people are gay, Bob. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I, do, I, do, I bro, that's not an insult. People are gay. It's, it's 2018. Like, we still doing that now? It's like, oh, well, okay. I mean. Wasn't there? I didn't actually read the article. I just saw it, but wasn't there like some article that came out this week that was like basically everyone is gay.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like no, <laughs> there, there are no there are no straight people. People are like, <gasps> you know, reading it for the first time. So I, don't
0: I am now going to vehemently Hate tell myself. you about how straight I am. Right,
2: right. I am so straight. Like I, 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 I don't. I, fuck. I don't even know. I, it's just what what do straight people do? <laughs> I don't. Even, yeah, I don't, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. So, anyway, folks, that's it for this. That's, it, that's enough for the show. There's a lot of other shit that happened this week. It's fucking crazy. Uh Yay! Did a fucking uh, he did an album release no. party in Wyoming of all fucking places. I don't. I didn't listen to that shit. It, I did see some clips from it. and It does seem like um uh I I, I people were sending Kim Kardashian he was like you might want to get out of that relationship. <laughs> he sounds a little bit crazy. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just so much shit going on in the world. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what do you have? Cause you're going to, we have this week. I, 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 I'm, I'm giving you guys some business stuff. Me and Shannon got to talk about later. I I will be editing your, um, Cloak and Dagger videos, hopefully later on today. Uh, you and, (laughs) um, you and the doctor are going to be reviewing that show right
0: yeah we're going to do cloak and dagger um we're going to do like the first episode i think it's 10 so i think we're going to do the first episode and then every 3 episodes okay. um so that's kind of the plan for right now just to give us like a, a little bit of a break um so we're not doing every week i'm really excited um about cloak and dagger it's set in new orleans hmm. which obviously i just got back from like very excited about that and um the i got to talk to the main two stars as well as uh Gina Prince-Bythewood who will no longer be directing uh Silver and Sable cuz that is not happening
2: i mean uh, um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just okay
0: yeah like i mean <laughs> you guys like i i still don't think i know they just did the new new mutants trailer i'm still kind of like mm. did they <laughs> Did they, didn't they release
2: something recently? No, oh, no, no, no. If you're talking about what, what was sent from me and Pom on Twitter, that's not New Mutants. So, this is what it was. There's a movie, and if you listen to our Deadpool review, you'll hear talk about it. There's this movie called The Darkest Minds. and <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a based on a young adult novel now, and it starts like, oh, what is it? Amanda...
0: Amanda Steinberg yeah. So,
2: yes. So, if you watch that trailer, you're immediately going to go, oh my God, this is a fucking X-Men. This is a fucking new means because a bunch of little kids, diverse group of kids that have powers and it's the fucking X-Men. And you're like, why don't any of the X-Men movies look like this? It is, if you haven't seen the trailer, watch the trailer. I still don't believe, cause I don't believe any young adult novel turns into a good movie and they, well, they never made them into good movies. I know I'm going to end up watching this shit because Fuck! I want the X Men, and it looks like the X Men. Like the only thing yeah. is missing is the fucking costumes. So, yeah, I, I doubt. I don't know if New Mutants ever coming out. Like, I think it's gonna. Yeah, <sighs> just...
0: it's like that. I I know people are saying Dark Phoenix. I still don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I think it just quietly keeps getting moved back until it doesn't happen.
2: <laughs> They're gonna keep putting it in a closet like they did Milton in an uh, office space. You just, you just gotta But that's 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 the that's the broom closet. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, just I know. just and and I just wanna point out that I keep saying this and people are like, No, but they did this and the, like people when I said that Dark Phoenix probably wasn't gonna happen, everybody's like, but it was just on uh friggin uh the cover of Entertainment Weekly, and I'm like
2: that means nothing. <laughs> it, do- it really doesn't because it was like, a, yeah, it was on the cover of Entertainment Weekly, supposed to be coming out in December. <laughs> he moved to the February for no fucking reason. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what was it? Reshoots. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, Reshoot. the never-ending reshoots.
2: The never ending reshoots. Sure. Sure. Okay, guys.
0: Okay. Sure, JM.
2: Okay. Uh, <laughs> tell folks where they can find you on Twitter, ma'am.
0: Um. I mean, I guess no. Um, you <laughs> you can find me at a uh, shitty Mods. um, and I I also write for Project Fandom. My reviews are kind of coming to a close right now because all the shows that I'm covering have either ended or for like ended permanently or are about to go on hiatus. Um, so just finished covering Lucifer. As far as I know, that hasn't been picked up by anybody else. And I just finished, uh, I'm in the process of covering originals, which is doing its final season. So, you know, I'm hoping we'll see what happens in the fall, but, um, a lot of the shows that I've covered have either gotten canceled or are ending. So.
2: Cool. Cool. And, um, mm-hmm. she'll be, uh, the backup when, uh, I eventually, uh, turn into, a. Uh pastor chris so um, yeah
1: <laughs> oh, oh i'm pastor like, chris and like d De- oh my god
0: need a couple of years to get the to get the bank account right i oh, yeah. will gladly take over yeah. in the
2: interim yeah yeah <laughs> pastor pastor chris and deacon uh deacon depomio um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> this is gonna be so fucking hilarious
0: I mean, we I was talking about this with the doctor um, and another friend of ours. We were talking about, like, we need to just go ahead and write that like Steve Harvey, uh, like women's guide to keeping your man book because we will make bank.
2: I mean. At this point, why not?
0: Come like on. all of that stuff like you know how to be a wife you have to let the man lead and the, there are women right now on facebook whole entire like hustle is telling other women to let men lead
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. but see the problem is so here's the thing here's the thing you still need to put a man on the cover because that's mm-hmm. what you really that's why you really make bank so you guys write it <laughs> and then you put like deep on the cover <laughs> Default's gonna hate that I volunteered him for this now. <laughs>
0: yeah, oh. t- teach these queens how to keep their kangs. <laughs> my,
2: my new hustle. Oh man, this is why we're terrible. This is why we're terrible. <laughs> um ma'am, thank you very much for joining me. Everybody, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh and Check. Make sure you subscribe, let your all your friends know, and um we'll be back soon. What do we got coming up? Um I know Shannon and the doctor have some Supergirl stuff we have there will be an idw character corner stuff coming out soon and then the rest of the month for character corner is going to be um some some other transformer stuff so we have some stuff coming out for that stuff uh i'm still putting together our calendar for premium stuff but we do have some we have at least six premium shows i planned i'm trying to get i'll save that but we, we, we have some stuff that we, we have planned out coming for this month so uh just stay tuned and um all right, folks. Uh, until next time, we're out right here. Peace.